You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Another episode of the Buffalo Happy Hour. Mike, what's up? Derek, we fit in the space, which is super exciting. Mm-hmm. So we are down in Hamburg with our new friend, and we're going to hear all about her story. Uh, but first, there's two things. If you're new here, welcome. We do special interviews that release every Friday, so please subscribe, like, comment, all that fun stuff. Um, it helps our channel grow, and then it also helps us attract more fun interview ease. So thank you for all your support thus far. But we'll start with introductions. Hi. How are uh, you? I'm Marie Rochelle. Nice to meet you guys. Nice you to meet too. you. Fun, small world. How mm-hmm. the world works. Uh, we talked, what, like three days ago? So mm-hmm. it was just like, boop. Yeah, we rushed this in. Yeah, I really appreciate yeah. it for Absolutely. everything that's going on. So yeah. thank you. So what's going on? Oh, lots. So we are currently sitting in Shannon June Salon, uh, which, again, we do all fit. So that's nice. Um, I thought <laughs> the weather would be nicer. So we'd have a sunset back there. We might get a little bit of orange and peach later on um but usually that's great so shannon june salon which is a part of convergence co-working uh project that i'm working on as far as bringing south towns and hamburg its first co-working space really big on that but i guess if we go back that's kind of where my story begins is with freelancing and co-working and um in addition to convergence and i guess uh, well i'm sorry there's a lot of stuff going on um Freelance Business Week is why, you know, I was mentioning, I was like, that's the biggest talking point. Freelance Business Week is coming up August 19th to the 23rd. Uh, Again, why the timing worked so well for this. So thank you. April 19th. April 19th. Yep. April 19th through the 23rd. um, Mostly virtual. Buffalo is doing a kickoff event right next door. So two doors over at the public house. Uh, We'll be doing a kickoff event at 530, Hmm. uh, 530 p.m., which is in person. So we have that. And 
on Friday, there's a closing event at the K House, which is downtown on Main Street, uh, which, yeah. Oh, I should have shouted them out. That was, yeah. that was a good one. So um, why did you choose Hamburg for this? Uh, so I live here. Okay. Love it here. Um, I've got two kids, so they go to Hamburg. It's good. I'm a South Towns girl. Mm-hmm. Grew up towards Ellicottville, so this was like the city for me. Uh, Very a, true. You know? So yes. this was like a nice merge into, uh, you know, city living. Uh, so I've been here about four years. Gotcha. And you said that you did freelance before. What did you do before? Yeah, so I started freelancing in 2014. Um, I was a social media manager, actually. So social media, writing, uh, always kind of did that on the side for about five years. Uh, Went full-time in 2019, which was the same year I was asked to host the first Freelance Business Week. Hmm. So it's been three years now, which is awesome. Um, Yeah. Time flies. It really does. (laughs) So for those that have absolutely no clue what any of that means. Can you explain (laughs) what the job description essentially would be for someone that does freelancing and then co-working space? Yeah, I gave you a lot of jargon there, didn't I? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, it's funny. I don't think it's jargon anymore. It's normal. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, So let's back up. Well, you Um, live it for so long. It just becomes second nature. Right, right. So like you with these mics. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I'm trying to hear everything. Um, It's an adjustment. Oh, it yeah. Is. yeah it, there's it's, a lot weird, it's weird hearing your voice for the first time. When we when we started getting into this and we we're like, we should probably get headphones. Because like you were saying, when we were talking about the um, studio space that Angelo has, it's very strange because you're not sure how you sound without the headphones on. It's a completely different dynamic. And when yeah. you are talking to yourself, when before you and I even had headphones on, it was like, dude, we are way off. We're not close to the mic at all. We're talking back like this. You can't hear anything we're saying. And we just didn't know because we didn't have headphones on. And I it's turned wild. into a statue. I'm like, okay, is this good? Am I good? <laughs> like when I was on stage for the first time, I had a mic here. And they were like, hold it there. I'm like, okay. Stage for and the I, first time. I did my whole, uh, yeah, I had a, I did a pitch competition. That's a whole other story I'll tell you about later. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, one thing at a time. We're uncovering a lot, man. Yeah. I, I like it. I know. <laughs> yeah, but then my brain goes, it's not good. We'll keep you on um, track. So, okay. So freelancing, um, my definition is working for yourself, by yourself for a specific purpose. Um, so I was a social media manager. I worked with independent and uh, small businesses. That was my goal. Um, and I didn't have any employees or anything like that. And at the time I was really comfortable doing that forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't have a desire to like open a business or anything like that. You know, I was raising my kids, doing my business. I was feeling pretty good. Uh, and then, you know, entrepreneurship rolls in and all those other things that we'll get to. Uh, but then, well, I guess we're getting to it now. So working into the co-working thing, right? So that's a very long story, but long of the short is that um, hosted Freelance Business Week in my first year uh, full-time freelance, which was great. Got a lot of press, uh, which was also great. Yeah. Who approached you to run this? Yeah, so that's that's part of the story. Okay. Uh, but uh, I try to. Oh, it's a long one. So um, I had I hosted Freelance Business Week 2019, which at the time was an in-person week-long event. We had over 30 speakers. It was amazing um, for a solo effort in less than two months putting it together. I sold over 100 tickets. Wow. That was awesome. Good for you. Uh, got a, like I said, a lot of press. Um, got a proclamation from the. Mayor Buffalo, getting another one this year, which is really fun. I love having that relationship with them and mm-hmm. kind of you know rebuilding or not rebuilding, building this like new renaissance that they talk about sure. uh, with our city. So, um, did that was actually interviewed by the Hamburg Sun. So the Hamburg Sun <laughs> local paper uh, came to me and said they're doing an article on co-working spaces and if Hamburg needed one, 
I didn't, you know, I've been to co-working spaces before. Uh, when I lived in Naples, Florida, I was exposed to them probably in 2014. I uh, went there for like networking events, worked there one-off days, whatever. Um, but I was like, yeah, sure. I think we should, we should have one. That'd be great. So they interviewed me at the time. Uh, my good friend Ashley opened Unova down in Springville. So it's another co-working space. Uh, and so they interviewed her as well. So they interviewed her and then me. And I said, yeah, Hamburg would be great. I not really in a million years thought it would be me opening one. Um, so just really in the interview talked about being excited about it. And I was approached um, by a real estate investor, local woman, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, she said, do you think we really need something like this here? Um, oh, she was bringing me the paper. That's what it was. So she was bringing me the paper to, to like give me the article. And she's like, do you think we really need something like this here? And I said, yeah, I think so. Like, that'd be great if someone did it right. That was my first thing out of my mouth was like, yes, if someone did it right. And she's like, well, you think you could do it? Like, maybe. Sure. I don't know. Let me think about it. Uh, and then I walked in my house and I called her because I was kind of just taken aback, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, did you just pitch me? She's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, can let me uh, think about it. You know, I think I was working from home that day. I just got my kids to school. I was probably a hot mess. Um, and yeah so we just started talking from there of course i had to write a business plan all that fancy stuff took us about six months to find this place uh but you know we're rolling one step at a time it's that was the story so that's the long story you got it yeah what was the education (laughs) background what what did you go to school for uh business and hr which is funny because i'm not really like an hr person um so i knew business would always come in handy uh, human resources. I just wanted to help people. Mm-hmm. And I read that you can make a lot of money in HR. So I was like, all right. Sure. 18-year-old me was all for it. Um, so, yeah. Where? Uh, Brighton Stratton. Okay. Orchard Park, then online. And then I moved away. Um, which, you know, it proved my point. I loved college to, like, have college, to have something that was mine. But I took college classes in high school. And I said, okay, like, I just want to go to college like it's a job. Go there. Get it done as fast as I can. At the time, I wanted my MBA before I was 25, but that kind of... Um, so I so I took, what was it? Oh my gosh, I took like 12 credits every semester, three semesters, like tri-semesters. I just went to school crazy. I got a four-year degree in like three and a half, um, which I just didn't want to be there, which is funny because looking back now, I'm like, wow, there's an entrepreneur right there. Like, I just wanted to get it done because I knew it would help me, but... I didn't, I didn't care about the fluff, right. you know, so no offense to anyone who goes, you know, to college for the experience no, and all that, but you're talking to the same, same audience <laughs> <Okay>. <clears throat> when Good. Derek and I, so we went to college together and it was the same thing. I mean, it was like a literal race to see who can get done faster and then we graduated at the same time and it was like a semester too early. Mm-hmm. We flew through college. You know what it's like? Yeah, yeah. We did not want to be there at all. We were already irritated. We're 12 like to 17 a, credits a semester. You know what that's like too, don't you? Yeah. Oh, I am. Yeah. <laughs> Plus working multiple jobs yep. through college Three just jobs. because there's no way to mm-hmm. so yeah so we're with you okay so you cross college you get out and then all of a sudden you start freelancing doing a lot of social media work um life takes over with kids yeah and then you are approached by a real estate investor mm-hmm. you say yes to that opportunity because you never say no to opportunity not like that <laughs> hence why we're all here today mm-hmm. and then uh it basically just started rolling once the business plan got approved from the bank right? um well it was a negotiation between the, her and I, as long as it made sense. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, Sweet. it's really, it's a, it's a very oh, right, unique relationship. She's, she's the It's bank. a very unique relationship. Um, mm-hmm. Super grateful for it. Uh, never take advantage of it. You know, it all, everything still needs to make sense. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter what kind of relationship you have. You know, you can right. be you know, best friends, family. It's just, it's, and that's, I think, the business acumen is if they're giving, you're also 
it, um, what's the word? If you're giving, if they're their... giving, you're well, and yeah, and you're reciprocating that in your way, right? Mm-hmm. Like how I can bring something to the table um, is what I what I'll try to do in in an equivalent value of what what she's done for me, which will be impossible, but I'll try. It's amazing. So the co-working space is essentially a building that is broken up into different. Yeah. Quote unquote yes. offices. So, okay, I explained freelancing. Now I get to explain co working. <laughs> yes. Um, so, my, and I always have these analogies because I get asked these questions all the time. Co working is like a gym for office people. Okay. Right? Yeah. So, you picture a building. So, I'm gonna, you know, there's the building up front that you saw, uh, work in progress. There's open co working space, kind of like an open gym. And then there would be like dedicated desk space. So, there can be, there's rooms that you could rent out. Um, but then there's also private offices, I guess, like private training, mm-hmm. if you wanted to put it that way, um, which is co-working. So co-working is a space that you can come if you work for yourself. You can work if you work remotely, come into the space. You can come for one day. You can have a membership just like a gym and come whenever you want within those memberships um, or rent like a meeting room or an event space. Like we were talking about the backyard um, back there that's being worked on. Mm-hmm. Um you can rent the pat, you know, the patio space for an event or anything like that as well. So that's fascinating. So have you heard of co-working before? Yes, I didn't know there was a term for it. I know this is your interview, but yeah, no, no, <laughs> I'm you're fine. Now. <laughs> I'm, we're all about it. Because um, again, this isn't really an interview; it's a yeah, conversation. That's but true. the we know it is like there's studio space or there's office space yeah. for rent. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that there was an actual industry term for that. Yeah. So now that's basically just connecting all the dots in our world. Right. And I think it's similar to it's so yes, it is real estate. Technically it's the real estate industry, it's the commercial industry. But it's more than that. And so I guess if I'm getting into like the, the feelings of it, co working is like rental office space, but with an actual community behind sure. it. So um, there's I actually just wrote an article uh, for Step Out Buffalo with the co-working spaces in and around Buffalo. There's about 10, mm-hmm. uh, including Rochester and Erie, which is awesome. Um, but it's still incredibly new. There's one on every other block. If you go to New York City or Austin or Miami, they're all over. Um, but it's it's growing here. And each space, if you've ever gone, so I mentioned uh, the K-House, they're newer. Mm-hmm. I mentioned Unova. Um, there's obviously, so there's Seneca One, has Serendipity Labs now, Hansa, which just opened last summer. Uh, all very different feels. So again, very much like the gym, where certain gyms are catered towards certain types of people, or maybe like a certain geographical area. You know, like when I speak of Unova, you get anyone in the southern tier, they're going to go there. Sure. Um, so we're we're C- convergence is the South Towns kind of location, and then within the city, you know, you've got so the K House, which is running through my head. They're like they're a they're a BIPOC run. Um, like art gallery as well as a co-working space so that's Hmm. just like a cool little niche thing Hansa they have this like huge tens of thousands of square footage Mm -hmm. um, along with serendipity labs also huge so if you want to be in that big building that iconic building down downtown like with the view like Mm -hmm. you can get that there you want to be in a cool like fun like artsy kind of gallery you can get that at the k house um unova is very down to earth very it's in springville so it's very Springville in a good way. Everybody laughs. See, um, <laughs> Springville's great, um, but it's it's like the modern version of Springville. It's like oh, okay. all the kids, you know, I, we're about the same age. That when we graduated, what we wanted that town to be sure. is who owns that place. So when you go there, you're like, yes, like finally. Yeah. Somebody did this, you <laughs> why know? do you think <laughs> it took long enough? Why so. do you think Buffalo's late to adopt this co-working idea? If you're saying that Florida has it, why? What's what was holding Buffalo back? 
A lot of stuff holds Buffalo back, yeah. don't you think? Yeah, <laughs> Love Buffalo so much, don't get me wrong. So I moved away in 2013, came back in 17. Um, you know, all the breweries and the wineries and that mm. all exploded. Our tourist industry um, did did stuff that I had no idea. I was like, wow, it's like a whole new city coming home, which I loved. When did um, you come back again? 17. Okay, 17. Yeah, so I've been back one, three, four, four years. Um, so we're slow. <laughs> I love love Buffalo, but but we're a little bit slow. And I don't think that that's any fault of our own. I think it's just what we've been so used to, what has worked for us. Mm -hmm. You know, we do, we are known historically for our architecture, which is old, which is fine and it's beautiful and it works. But there's some stuff about our city that doesn't and that wasn't. um, And that as times change, needs to change. And the more traditional business people may not be, you know, getting on board with that. Honestly, I love that Hansa, you know, Hansa is owned by Uniland. So Uniland, they, you know, have a lot of history Mm -hmm. here. Um, But them to branch out and do something like Hansa, like, speaks volumes, which means, okay, like, Buffalo is ready. The big guys are ready for it. You know, the little guys better, you know, we better get going. Um, (laughs) That kind of thing. So it it just, it takes those change makers, I guess. So, you know, again, I guess that's why I appreciate you guys having me is because the more I can talk about freelancing and co-working to the people who go like, what is that? Uh, The more who get it and they're like, oh, I've been freelancing for years. I didn't know that. I've called myself a contractor or consultant or whatever. And it is, it's a modern term. Uh, So it's not, it's not anything fancy by any means. It's just what we use. Um, And then co-working probably has worked here and people really didn't know about it. Um, something I do want to mention though, so Buffalo Cowork, I believe is what it was called. Uh, that happened before its time. Um, I, the year, the year escapes me right now, but I want to say probably about the time I came back, maybe like 16, 17, uh, it was just a, a group of guys who were like, let's release the space together. They all did their own thing. It was co-working. Um, it fizzled out cause we weren't ready. People weren't ready we weren't for ready. it. Yeah. Um, but I, I hope they come back. I don't know what they're doing now, but. You're welcome back. Well, yeah, that's interesting because we have such a big startup community here. And people associate startups with, like, pop-up shops and everything. But there's also a lot of startup entrepreneurs who need office space. So that's kind of important for your business model is how can I provide a space for somebody to come in and work for themselves, by themselves, and not have to feel obligated to, like, work for somebody else because you have this space. It's very – like I've been working from home for a larger corporation, but I've been working from home for like about two years now. Mm-hmm. And I wish I had somewhere to go, like yeah. an office space to go to. So there's a lot to go to that point too, mm-hmm. about not working from home, but working from an office space that you quote unquote lease yeah. out yep. because it gets you out of the door, yeah. which is such a, so my niche here is going to be freelancers or it is freelancers, solopreneurs and remote workers. So okay. the oh, cool. thousands of people that are like you that that I know just a lot are in the South Towns, you know, whether they're in you know, Fredonia, Dunkirk, Hamburg, Orchard mm-hmm. Park, there's really nothing for them right now. Um, so they want to get out of the house, they can come over. Um, even though our main space isn't open, I will start doing co-working outside, I promise. Um, but at the very least, like I was talking about with Freelance Business Week, just exposing yourself to it. Mm-hmm. Um, all these people that are working from home, maybe they do something on the side, sound familiar? Um, <laughs> <laughs> that they want to start networking with other people for a different reason, but you never know how the people that you meet in that side hustle, which is something I talk about all the time, will actually impact your, your full time. Maybe Absolutely. your daytime. You never know. So there's also <clears throat> probably the easiest example is a licensed a licensed massage therapist because they could work for a salon full time, but then also have their own practice on mm-hmm. the side and then they would use your space 
for their own studio or, yeah. or spa or salon or whatever the proper term is, which I should know because that's literally what my dad does, yeah. but that's besides the point. <laughs> that's funny. In the salon, there's a massage therapist across the hall. So Yeah, because a lot of um, everybody kind of partners together, like mm-hmm. salons, chiropractors, and then yeah. massage I mean, therapists. salons and medical offices have been yeah. doing the... Uh, uh, their a own co-working version of co-working space. for a very long time. Like I was saying, it's not new. No, it's just new to us. Yeah, so. it's uh, it's just crazy that I don't. know. I mean, why? Like, why is there always just a new term? Again, part no, I get like it. I'm it's trendy. Yeah, right. But at the same point, it goes back to the original point of Buffalo's just behind. Like, why don't you just call it what it was? Why do we have to call it something new? Mm-hmm. And then in reality, it's just the new term that we're using is just a, a much better descriptive way of saying whatever you were saying for the last 15 years. But yeah, I mean, the fastest way to identify if Buffalo's up to speed is fashion. Mm-hmm. Like we still wear Uggs. Go anywhere else, we don't wear Uggs. So it That's just, funny. it drives That's me nuts. That's true. And then guys with cargo shorts. Mm-hmm. It's true. Guys don't wear cargo shorts outside of Buffalo. No. But here we are, we're the cargo shorts. We're like, well, we need pockets, man. The only place I've been to that's been worse is Cape Cod. Cape Cod still has mini golf in every corner, and I just don't. Get <laughs> vineyard it. vines, you yeah. can't escape it. Yeah, right. Well, yeah, it. yeah. Vineyard vines, you vineyard can't vines, it. salmon shorts, and sparries. No, uh, yeah. They all look the same in no South Carolina. No to it, but like, yeah. yeah. No, I know what you're saying. It's so um, well, so interestingly enough, so I am, I'm a bit of an old soul. Mm-hmm. So when I explain it in the new terms and just for who I know, and actually when you start talking to the seasoned freelancers, like I said. They they come and they're like oh I am a freelancer I've just been a consultant for these many mm-hmm. years I'm like that's fine I'm like I really honestly don't really care what you call yourself right if you right. know what you want to do and you're enjoying what you're doing and I think that's like my purpose most of the time is just to help people do something that they enjoy There's a lot of people doing things that they don't enjoy you know the dead end just job or just something that doesn't make them happy and they're like oh well it's it's too good to be true to make all a lot of money and also uh, do what I love mm-hmm. like, no it's not. That's not, and they're like, well, how do you? Why do you feel that way? And I'm not saying I'm over here like you know doing crazy, crazy. You know, I don't have a yacht or like a right. you know or like a, a what yeah. were we talking about earlier? Uh, just like a plane event or anything. But I'm like, all right, we're making small moves in our community that make a difference for those people. Um, aside from the co-working space and freelance business week, um, I coach now. So I'm not a social media manager anymore. Oh. Even that's where I started. Yeah. Uh, I started coaching within the last year and a half. Just because I was doing it for about a, I was doing freelance for about a decade and so coaching oh, okay. small businesses. So now I coach aspiring freelancers. There so that's go. like okay, my cool. other business, right? I don't so know like, if it was like softball or something. Yeah, I was gonna say. So you're coaching volleyball. I was getting there. I was getting there. So like in the in the scheme of things, um, former social media manager turned coach for aspiring freelancers because I get a lot of those same questions. What's freelance? How do I do it? what do I do and all those steps and in the years I've done it I've learned a lot of the answers so I'm like this is how I can serve people now this yeah. is how I can help them um, so doing that and then creating freelance business or well hosting freelance business week in addition to that just gave more resource and in the first year it was just Buffalo so it's freelance business week Buffalo but like I said um, this year it's being held in conjunction with six other cities really? uh, which I love and kind of going back to us being uh, more traditional we weren't on the board with them before so it's so it's Austin, Dallas, Tampa, Miami, uh, Denver, and Kansas yeah. City. Yeah, so powerhouses. We were not on that list ever. Yeah, I think I don't even think this. we're in the same conversation. Right. Right. Uh, well, I put us there. So we Good for you. Cheers. Cheers. Snaps for me. That's awesome. <laughs> um, which I, you know, which is great. Well, and actually, the way it came about is I found Freelance Business Week, and all I found was uh, like Austin. It was Austin. 
Austin, uh, Miami, Tampa, and Denver at the time. It was like four cities. And I approached the founder. I was like, why doesn't Buffalo, why, why aren't we here? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, I freelance. I'm like, I'm pretty good at what I do. There's, I think there's a community here. And at the time, there were very little co-working spaces. It was more, and um, like freelance, it was more like the 43 North, mm-hmm. which I wanted to tip my hat to that because 43 North like changed us. Sure. Like it completely changed right. our city, which love them. Have a meeting with uh, them tomorrow. Hashtag not a sponsor. Yeah. Seriously, not, sorry. Yeah, we literally <laughs> don't have them. any sponsors. So <laughs> open, open. Open to, yeah, open to sponsorships, <laughs> yes. one, yeah. for sure. Yes, definitely. Um, talking to them uh, in the next coming days, I'll let them know. It's crazy uh, how fast they blew up, 43 was, North. Yeah, but they, they do what we all want to do. Mm-hmm. They're doing a great thing for people, for an underserved market in a city that needs it. Like, it's really that simple. Right. It's not rocket science. Right. So, same thing with freelancing is that people are here, they want to do it, they just don't know how. That's that's usually what it boils down to. So, but yeah, but anyway, going back to not being on the board with these other cities, um, and I think it was more so just me moving away and coming back and being like, man, this city's awesome now. I'm like, wait, why, why aren't we with these guys? So, um, got in cahoots with her and she's just like well why don't you be the host i'm like oh okay well uh uh okay i'm like it was my it was my first year freelancing full-time i said i don't know if i'm ready i don't know if i know enough about this to to get started and i was only about five years in part-time freelancing at the time didn't think i was ready she's like marie just try it and emily leach fantastic woman inspired me to literally the next moments of my life that would transform all the stuff we already talked about without freelance business week i'd Honestly, I don't know if I would have been fully successful full time. Mm-hmm. I definitely wouldn't have Freelance Business Week. I wouldn't have had the opportunity to talk about co working and I wouldn't have the space. Sure. So, like, honestly, cheers to that because life is wild. Yeah. <laughs> no so, kidding. going back to your former life with the, the freelance stuff and social media managing, how, what do you see that most small businesses do that, like, on social media that's just bad? You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I'm sure that there's probably 20 things going through your mind right now. To do another well, yeah. I mean, she followed us, and then she's like, okay, everything that you guys Stop do. It. Yeah, that right. Not true. Not true at all. And that's not because we're friends. Okay. It's um, social media, I think it lacks uh, being genuine. That's my mm, biggest sure. thing. Um, you know, I talk about this all the time just with friends and stuff. I loved doing social media as a job uh, because, much like anything, uh, because it was ever changing, right? So the world of freelancing, now that I'm a coach, like that's ever changing. And the more I learn, the more I can coach. Um, but being in social, the small businesses that I was working with had no idea what was going on ever. So if I knew like just a little bit more, which freelance tip number one, know a little bit more than your client, you'll be sure. fine. Like you don't have to be this huge expert that you think you need to be to do it. Um, so love, I like saying that. Um, but being genuine, posting whenever, whatever, isn't always the best way. Um, I could sit here and do social media tips forever, but that's a rabbit hole. <laughs> Maybe we'll have another discussion on that. That's since that's, hole. I mean, that's part of your business now too. Um, so I took a, a step coach, back. Right? Yes. So I took a step back from social media, um, consulting per mm-hmm. se, because I have to do so much for myself now. Sure. Right. So I want to grow myself as a coach. Freelance business week is a big deal. It's a lot that goes into that campaign and then really raising the funds. I have an, I fund women campaign for the, mm. the co-working space. So that's three businesses right there. Sure. I have, I'm three of my own clients. I, I don't have the capacity for anymore. Right. Um, and thankfully I have wonderful people and like coaches in my life who help me have like a list of priorities. And if it doesn't fall within that, then we're not doing it. Yeah. So, uh, there's yes, a, I will talk about social, Yeah. but 
hire me to do it anymore, I'll say I have referrals. All right, perfect. Because there's a lot people do not know about social media. So they think that there's it's just a post and you're good. But there's so many algorithms you have to get into and certain stuff. We, yeah, we can have a totally different conversation once things calm you down a little bit I for you. Swear, and literally, this is probably the only time I swear. It's not swear much, but like, fuck the algorithm. Yeah. Seriously. It's, it's awful. Awful. Yeah, it's yeah. It will screw you all day, every day. Mm-hmm. Just post what you like when you like it you know your audience better than anybody else does like screw it like just i'm so over it and i think it's because working in the industry for so long yes there's uh, endless possibilities of what you can do on social your reach your impact like yes there's all those amazing great things um but people get so wrapped up in when do i do this when do i do that oh people didn't like that they didn't like this who cares do you like it yeah you know did you get you know you can make sales. You can make sales in other ways. You don't have to just do social. I think the biggest thing that we learned was just we we thought it, starting off we had to do paid like promotions and stuff like that. Yeah. We did one. We're like we're never doing this again. Yeah, does it? And it was within like the first two months. And we're like, we'll have another conversation. Yeah. You guys are gonna love me. Perfect. Let's <laughs> my, do it. my my uh, my what's it? I don't know. My explanation on how to do that. It's like. You're not going to pay for your friends. Right, right like, exactly. You know, and, and ad dollars, you're just competing with all the other big guys. Uh, so I used to have this thing. It's called the social media house. Uh, I don't remember the full uh, metaphor anymore, but it was more like uh, be you, be your brand, who you are, which you guys clearly have that, mm-hmm. so you already have it. I'll give you a free audit right now. <laughs> so you already have your brand, who you are. You love talking to good people. You're genuine. That's huge. Um, and then just like being consistent. And then doing more, right? Doing more than being on social. You're getting out. You're doing interviews like this. Uh, you know, maybe you host events. Maybe you do networking, like things like that. That's what's going to drive your business. And those people from those additional things you do are going to come back on social. I mean, Absolutely. what did we do, right? Like right. you did your um, your little question, you know, for people to pitch who you should talk to. You mm-hmm. got over flooded with that. That was better than any ad campaign you'll probably ever do. Sure. You know, people want to help other people. Um, and we're we're slowly but surely getting better at that. Mm-hmm. Like people aren't as selfish anymore. And I think that's another it's business a good point. mindset. No <laughs> doubt. And I think a lot of it is because, I mean, we all, again, we all graduated around the same time, both from high school and college. And it's fascinating because the whole motto that we were ingrained with was Buffalo's a city of good neighbors. And I honestly feel like we're the f- second generation mm-hmm. to legitimately strive for that and and yes and but we're the first generation to actually take action Mm -hmm. to enforce it and not just talk about it i agree with you 100 so like i was saying yeah it's just insane that i think now finally that's Mm -hmm. that's kind of the big turn plus the all the economics behind it made a lot of sense the housing market the investment market the or cost like, of living here cost of living everything and that's why you're seeing and freelancers it just makes sense oh, yeah. yeah and then that's why you see the big players come back from say like downstate they come to buffalo and then start I another business in buffalo because back. they yeah and it <laughs> plus it makes sense back. especially if you have kids you can get anywhere in 20 Your minutes family. there's great schools yeah all over like, the place there's a ton of restaurants. You don't have to worry about anything crazy. You can just live your life. You could go on forever about why Buffalo is a great place to live. You just have no to doubt. be able to hack it in all four all four seasons. Mm-hmm. It's really not that hard, though. Yeah. I mean, we've been doing it forever, right? Just get a snowblower. That's all I'm saying. Just get a snowblower and you'll I mean, be fine. you're also talking... That should talking, be a commercial. You're right? talking, hearing that this way, like, get a snowblower. Get a snowblower. Like, I can't even do Aaron's it like that. Spawn, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Seriously? Uh, yeah, right? That was pretty good. <laughs> Thank you. But yeah, I mean, you're also talking to a woman from Springville, so it's she's true, like, yeah. if you can't hack it in four seasons, <laughs> I'll tell you what. I mean, I don't have an axe 
accent. <laughs> yeah, I don't think she's from yeah, the south. I know, like, where, she's from wait, where did that come from? <laughs> Technically, from she's Alabama. from the south. I'll I'm tell you what. South. I know, I don't sound like that. I did grow up on a 100 acre farm, so. See? Oh, nice. I mean, I did, but I don't have an accent. Um, <laughs> but I slaughter chickens, Mike. But I slaughter chickens. <laughs> friendly yes you are friendly. i love springville i'm, I'm there a, a lot for work Ellicottville so is it, honestly that's that's like my home you mm-hmm. know we love living there being there but you're right talking about how uh, people we all wanted to get out right so i don't know if you guys moved away or anything mm-hmm. but i did I, I wanted to get out i did mm-hmm. i came back home and then what did i do i made it a better place mm-hmm. but that's what we're supposed to be doing um and I'm so proud to do that. I'm not saying I'll, I might be here forever. I might not. I might move away again. Uh, but in the meantime, it's a great place. I mean, there's a lot of different reasons. But when you go away, you learn a lot of stuff. And you can bring that back here. Exactly. And you can be the smartest person in the room. <laughs> you just have to know a little bit more. Uh, and there's, it's not that what we've done hasn't been done before. And what Buffalo is trying to achieve hasn't been done. It's been done in cities across the country. But we want to do it in our own way. And I think... Going back to our generational thing in Buffalo, being the city of good neighbors, we are gonna do it our own way. Mm-hmm. We're not when when people say we're the next Silicon Valley, I'm like I don't want to be that because it's like really old now, like it's been a while. Right. Um, and we are not Silicon Valley. We're Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I want to do co-working our way. I want to do you know independent and business owning our way. Um, and the community has always been unique here. So that's that's like not even a question. Um, Correct. What was I gonna say about uh, Freelance Business Week? Oh, I was writing a blurb. So for this event, so our new event, um, again, being hosted with seven other huge cities, and we've been on the board for three years. It's funny, other city organizers are coming to me asking me how I did mine, and I'm like, oh, you're coming to Buffalo for advice? That's awesome. I'm going to keep that in mind. Um, But I was writing our blurb, and I was working on it with a friend, and she was like, what makes Buffalo exciting? And I I basically, (laughs) I talked about the bills, talked about wineries, breweries, I talked about our... I did not talk about the Sabres. Um, I did love them for a short period of time right, growing yeah. up. Uh, red, black, and white. Yeah, as soon colors. as they got those really the only rare, I lost interest. Those are the only colors yeah. I want, red, black, and white. Um, when I was writing them, <laughs> I watch sports. Um, <laughs> I played lots of them. And there's not a lot to do down in the South, you Correct. know? <laughs> um, no, but I was just, it's. it was amazing to be able to write about these things that, so it was obviously Niagara Falls, our architecture, wineries, breweries. Um, our business, the four seasons. I mean, that's something that if you embrace it, it's incredibly unique, especially compared to the cities I was talking about before. And then every time I'm out, um, and we did briefly talk about the uh, pitch competition I was in in New York City, but I will tell you that any of the times that I've been on stage at a freelance-oriented conference or pitch competition, um, I always end it with Go Bills. Nice. Um, and then I do tell them that they're invited. And a lot of people come up to me after and they're like, I had no idea Buffalo was like this. Or like, I had no idea um, you had that there. Or like, oh, I didn't know you, you know, you had like your own breweries and wineries. They have this super old picture of Buffalo mm-hmm. in their head. And it's up to us to like get it out that we're not. Uh, so like, that's my. So pitch competition, you're talking about like Shark Tank. It's not like a pitch perfect type singing right. stuff, right? Yeah, no, okay. no singing. Yeah. We explained so, that. Yeah, com- no. So no, can no you combine singing. those two, though? Because that'd be really cool, I mean, too. you probably could. Singing pitches? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. 43 North take notes. Uh, <laughs> that would be Like a yeah. pitch pitch competition. That would be interesting. So yes. like, were you the were no, you thanks. the facil- you were the facilitator of that? No. So um, freelancing females, uh, so into the freelance world still, mm-hmm. um, has been had a huge impact on my life. So a good friend of mine, T. Meyer, founded that. Um 
in 2016 or 17, uh, but they had a like a smaller pitch competition. So it was their f- first pitch competition. Um, I'll be careful when I say that. Hmm. Um, <laughs> um, and it was, when was that? Fall of last year. So fall of 2020. Um, it's it, They're based out of New York City, out of Brooklyn. So they kind of kept it to the Northeast region for people to enter. Uh, but they did it in conjunction with Oxygen Bank, like a regular mm-hmm. pitch competition, super sure. small. Uh, but like their first uh, collaborative effort, per se, as like mm. their community. Freelancing Females is now, it's like over 200,000 women across the world. Like it's amazing. Um, but the pitch competition itself, you like applied and said like what you were doing. I used Convergence Coworking at the time, said this is something that I'm working on, you know, you have to pitch. I didn't win. But it was okay. I was a final finalist, which there were four of us, and we were actually we pitched on stage um, in Long Island City, uh, Brooklyn, right? Oh, Long sweet, Island, Brooklyn, uh, in October of last year. So that was the pitch competition. Super fun. Didn't win, but it was amazing to go there and talk about what I um, was working on and meet other women who were like me. Yeah, it's really cool. And that's another thing about talking about freelancing and co-working is that you find other people like you. Uh, similar to the first year I did Freelance Business Week, they were like, are there freelancers in Buffalo? I'm like, I don't know. We're going to find out. So I found them. <laughs> yeah. It has to be a large group, right? Uh, well, there were over 100 la- in my first year. And then last year, fun fact, you guys are going to love this. Um, we had It was a free event until this year. So this year the tickets, they're only 50 bucks for the whole week. Sure. It's not bad. But until now they were free. Um, but last year we had, what was it? Austin, Buffalo, Tampa, Miami. So four cities. Other three. I mean, we are big. Like we keep acting like we're not a big city, but we really Correct. are. Size wise, really we we just get overshadowed by New York City. That's all it is. It's that, and we also in our own heads, it's our it's our fault too. Mm-hmm. We we're like, oh yeah, those are big cities. Like we're a big city too. We forget. But anyway, when we had our registrations for that, and I brag about this all the time. The other organize here, organizers hear it all the time. We had more registrations than two of those other cities really? put together. Yeah, it was really awesome. I'm super proud of that. Like, so proud. It was super fun. And I was like, we are here. Um, So I got to keep doing what I'm doing, even though it's exhausting. Yeah. So volunteers welcome. Right, yeah. How do (laughs) people... I can plug that. How do they volunteer? I mean, I do have volunteers this year, which they're great. Sure. Um, Really just reaching out to me. You know, social media, you know, finding me, however, whatever which way works. So talking about your buildings and your areas that that you have right out front, I don't even know if we talked about where exactly we are, but how can somebody follow you and figure out when some space is available? Because I'm sure that there's going to be some people that want to at least come check it out. Oh my gosh. Yes. Well, I want to start doing our monthly happy hours outside. Oh, so, cool. starting towards the end of April. Relax on the that. name of that event. Yeah. All right. Well, it, happy hour. You want happy hour everywhere now? <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah. We're suing Fridays right now. Just like okay. Yeah, it's patent pending. It, well, actually, we call them, what is it? Uh, uh, the name is um, Siesta Fridays. So, it has nothing to do with you. Okay, yeah. Perfect. Uh, then, then we're good then. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll so, call the lawyer back. We're fine. <laughs> we're good. Okay. We're chill. Yeah. I'll delete uh, the, the drafted email. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're at 4900 Lakeshore Road okay. uh, in Hamburg. Uh, we are, um, like we were talking earlier, we're a three-part building. So Shannon June Salon is fully operational. Functioning. We have an Airbnb on the side, which is awesome. Um, and then the co-working space. I'm working diligently to open that space. Mm-hmm. I am self-funded. Other than you know my investor being amazing and having this property, that building is it's my responsibility. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's a work in progress. Do you have an estimated time frame, or are you just kind of? I'd love with to it? be open by the summer, okay. at least before we have to go back inside again. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've been saying that for a little while now. But life happens. Right. Stuff and happens. there's four spots, four different areas in there, separate areas. Uh, so it's an old house. Okay. Um, so actually, it's it's 
about 14 to 1600 square feet downstairs upstairs there'll be open co-working designated desks a couple private offices and the podcast studio which i welcomed you to so that's so cool you have a south town's location now yeah what was the what was (laughs) the thought process behind doing that because it seems also i mean podcasts are on the up and up people are consuming their information that Mm -hmm. way rather than the news so what was your thought process on incorporating a podcast because there's there's really not many podcasts in the buffalo area at all that we know of at least podcast studios yeah or podcasts in general general. yeah so why did you decide to do that uh well you know your friend the hurdle sound lab Mm -hmm. so that's why (laughs) okay cool (laughs) yeah just learning just learning about sound and how how it's trending i Mm -hmm. mean yes podcasts are great and don't get me wrong people have been asking me to do a podcast for the co-working space before it even happened and as much as i love this i love interviewing i like being here I do not want to run a podcast. It's a lot of work. It is a lot I of work. I watched you guys set all this up. I don't, I don't want to do that. <laughs> Unless someone, it, if I had a member yeah. that was like, Marie, I want to do a podcast and interview our members and do all this stuff. I'm like, that is a great idea. Go for it. Like I said, I've got a very short list of priorities. And if it's not in that, like mm-hmm. I can't do it. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to be able to serve that audience because I do see value in podcasting, value in audio, video. I mean, you guys do the whole, the whole bit. Um, but even just the audio it's more digestible Mm -hmm. these days um and i wanted to support it and i also believe that freelancers and solopreneurs uh, need those additional outlets for potential um exposure revenue streams if they get real good Mm -hmm. right um so i wanted to be able to build that in and until depending on the date of this podcast uh the co-working spaces in Buffalo, nobody really has one. I, I, I don't like saying stuff like that, yeah, yeah. you know, because I'm like, oh, I don't want to say no one has one when they kind of do. You know, there's rooms that can be used as that, mm-hmm. but that's being the sole purpose. Yeah. Um, Radius Co-work in Erie, Pennsylvania, they have a podcast studio. Huge. About the size of this room. Oh, really? All sound foam. It's it's amazing. They've got all this stuff set up. It's, it's great. So they inspired me partially as well. So. Yeah. Just, and there has to be an affordable option to do that, this yeah. type of stuff, because, I mean, talking about hurdle sound lab angelo i mean he's one of our one of our closest contacts now and he's just a great dude and he's offering somebody a spot to record their music in Mm -hmm. cheaper than you would find anywhere else because he just wants to help the community and you're going to do that the same way with this podcast studio i saw the studio and i said i was like i want one right (laughs) you know what i mean i'm like this is tiny i'm like i have like this little room i'm like can you do this he's like yeah so i mean he's on the books it's already already in the works he's a wizard when it's open so and and you know I've learned so much about sound. Um, I actually had Angela record a, a commercial thing for me when I did, oh, a, cool. I did a little feature with Buffalo Rising, and I needed my audio done, and I did not have any of this, which kind of going back to talking about how much work this is, like every freelancer, solopreneur, entrepreneur can't make this setup in their house. It's going to cost them so much money. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um, so anyway, just learning about the quality that audio, good audio brings you. Um, that was just another reason to like want to do it. Yeah, you know? so. it's awesome. I mean, the intro songs are on our the intro and outro are from Angelo, so he's Heard he, that. Does, he does a great job. Heard it. So your social media, where where are you on social media? Where can people find you? Yeah, so you can follow me. Um, it's at Marie Rochelle with an underscore at the end. Couldn't claim that one, <laughs> uh, but uh, you can find me on Clubhouse at, at Marie oh. Rochelle without the underscore. Nice. I got the whole got the whole thing. So if you're not there, go claim your. Your uh, tag now. We got Buffalo Happy Hour at 12 because somebody had Buffalo Happy Hour. No way. Yeah, I was so mad. I'm blown away. That's I know. crazy. It's upsetting. I tried oh, messaging no. them, but they're deceased or something. They're, they're not letting that go. And I, they just won't respond to Did me. Did you say deceased or yeah. diseased? I mean, both. I don't know. Either or. <laughs> Either way, maybe yeah. not. Right. Um, no, so so Instagram, uh, at Marie Rochelle with an underscore, or um, 
Convergence Coworking. I mean, that's if you want to follow that. I have so many handles. I'm not going to throw them all at you, but we're all there. If you find my personal account, you'll find everything yeah. else. That's that's usually my my take. I'm like, oh well, I want all the followers, and then then you can pick the things that you like that I do. Yeah. So, is your next thing that you want to do more buildings like this, or are you? Just trying to digest this one first. Like, what's next? Everyone keeps asking me that. They're right? like, oh, yeah, you're going to open one on East Aurora? You're going to do this? You're going to do that? I'm like, let me Everyone's open the like, first one first. Uh, well, and even so, as much as I love, 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 love my friends and family and support, um, they're like, when are you opening? When are you opening? I'm like, guys, I'm self-funded. I'm right. like, you get this, right? I'm like, you know what the wor- those words mean? Like, not trying to be condescending, but just, you know. Mm. Um, <laughs> it's just, it's a lot of work you know and things happen that you can't expect you know there was a lot that a lot of work we had to do at the village or no the town of hamburg to get our planning um architects i had to get architectural drawings done those have been works and that is not cheap for anyone that's ever had an architect um no not cheap so it's just everything works in step by step and what i'm super grateful for is that the people in my the community that we've built know that like they know oh, okay yeah like you're doing outdoor co-working you don't have patio furniture yet like you're not ready yet but like okay we'll bring lawn chairs you have wi-fi yeah like wi-fi i'm good guys mm-hmm. uh thanks to shannon june's lawn um so we bar you know we borrow the wi-fi for now but that's the thing it's it's very real it's very down to earth so people know that when this is done which hopefully won't be so much longer from now they're gonna be like you did that. Yeah. We did that. Um, you know, as I get, you know, my friends who build furniture and they build the furniture and my friends who come and I, I pay them with beer to paint over there. Like mm-hmm. they'll, they'll be proud of it. And that's what really, and kind of talking about co-working versus commercial space being done is that people are invested in it. Right. That's what I want. I want them to be like, Oh yeah, I painted that wall or, Oh yeah, I built that podcast studio. So if they need anything or if they know anyone that needs anything, guess what they're going to say, they're going to say right. my name or that name of you know the company. Um, so it's all about building community and just like inspiring people to do things that they're passionate about. That's no doubt. I think that's the, what I want to do mm-hmm. you know? while on my way, probably a little quicker than planned. Um, but super grateful. And that's anyway. a crazy thing. Most people don't understand how long it takes for something to actually occur, especially if you're self-funded because they're like, Oh, you're a business. Like, why don't we just do this? It's like, where do you think all this comes from? Like, I'm not <laughs> sitting on a gajillion dollars. Like, there's no capital. Like, relax. And, I, and like, then all of a sudden, they're like, oh, but but you said you're you're this title. And then all of a sudden, they just assume all this other stuff is done. It's, yeah. no, man, like, I got a meeting at 4 o'clock to figure out how I can even do this. Because I don't know what's going on yet. <laughs> and, th- I mean, that even happens with us. Like, people find out we're a business. And they're just like, oh, why don't you just work with these people? It's like, do you, what are you going to do? Get on the phone and call them? This will like, turn into a rant sesh real quick, you guys. Like, that's fine. Can we do that? Yeah. <laughs> Why not? No, I'm so grateful for my investor. She's amazing. Like I said, she believes in me. And I re- I would not be doing this without her. I'd be mm-hmm. a happy little freelancer organizing Freelance Business Week all by myself. Just right. moving along. I'd be mm-hmm. fine. You know, I got my kids. Like, I'm busy. I'm good. But it's like when someone comes to you with something like that, you're like, nah, I got to make that happen. Like, yeah. I don't care what it takes. Blood, sweat, tears. Literally to. all the things. Yep. It will happen. And it's going to be worth it. And I like showing my kids, you know, that I work really hard and that if you want something, you can do it. And and when they're older, you know how kids are and how we were, you know, they don't appreciate it right away. Right. But when they're older, like, oh, yeah, like drive by that be like, oh, yeah, my mom opened that. Like, I can already hear that in my head. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, that means that I'm doing the right thing. Yeah, it's the drive. So that's that's the biggest thing. So, yeah. That's yeah. so exciting. I know. It's, it's a lot of work. That's why when I was sitting here, I'm like, oh, what do I talk about? Because you guys right. kept uh, <laughs> you're like, oh, yeah, we'll talk about everything. I'm like, hmm. Man, there's a lot. Yeah, there there is. But I mean you're overwhelming amount of things. You do a lot. So I do. anything that we didn't talk about that you want to touch on? I just try to be better at 
not doing so many things. Yeah. Uh, the self-care part. That's that's really important. Seriously. It is. Having a short list of priorities, sticking to it. That's really like where I had, you to, struggle. Get, had to get. Well, I had to get better. Yeah. Right? So yes, I struggle. Yes. Uh, is the, the the better word for it? Um, but where I have to improve, and where again the community comes in handy. And if I didn't have the volunteers that work with me for Freelance Business Week, if I didn't have my clients. Honestly, I've got a client or a client or two they coach me right back i'm like you're still paying for me for this right because like you're teaching me stuff too i said i'll hit you back i promise and i mean obviously all is all is well we're good but there's just so much we can learn from each other in that community and just having that commonality is important um i think uh just overall uh it doesn't matter what industry you're in whether you're freelance whether you're a startup whether you're a small business or a large corporation Mm -hmm. um I think the thing that Buffalo can do differently is bring all those, what we look at as separate entities together. You know, so I work really hard to make the, or have the freelance industry work with, um, you know, staffing companies or work with startups. Uh, Convergence Online actually has a, a, a series. It's called Freelancers Serving Startups. We didn't talk about that, oh. but it's, and it's okay. But it's because I wanted to start dipping into that pool because I didn't understand it. I didn't have a startup, so I didn't see any reason to, you know, be involved, but with things going more online, I'm like, all right, well, let's do freelancers serving startups. It basically, and we host it in conjunction with Venture Herd, which I don't know if you've heard of them yet, mm-hmm. um, but Dan Abatoy, he's great. So we host a panel, basically, of freelancers offering um, a panel of free resources for aspiring or startups. Uh, we did a business 101 panel. We're going to do a marketing panel next week, or this week? This is the fifth, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> all right. So uh, this week, um, and, you know, we'll we're just going to offer our expertise. And I want to do that to prove that you don't always have to have employees to be a successful business. Yeah. And sometimes there are a lot of more savvy ways to, to get what you need. Yeah. Dan's a good friend of mine. Oh yeah. 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 Oh, he's, okay. he's a good dude. So really? you're, you're going to have you met with him oh, before? Yeah, yeah. No, we, we talk all the time. Yeah. He's yeah. awesome. Oh, he's great. And it, it, both of you, what both of you are doing is just trying to help the small businesses. Which we is do the just, same thing for two different, uh, niches, Yeah. but we're bringing them together. Which is huge. Like yeah. you said, you need to kind of get commonality between everybody so everybody's supporting everybody else. Yep. And it's not about what we do. It's literally the people that do it. Do you... So speaking of that, do you have a Slack channel or any type of channel for people to communicate with the different businesses that you're going to do, like work with or anything like that? So Convergence Coworking Online. So okay. we're not open physically, but I do have an online community. So um, if you're on the Instagram, so the Instagram, how old the am Inst- I? <laughs> that, that Instagram thing is social media. <laughs> It's that app with the square. (laughs) The Instagram. Um, If you're on Instagram, uh, Convergence Coworking, you can find the link there. It's it's convergencecoworking.com, too, so I guess you can find it that way. You made me laugh really hard with that. (laughs) So freelancers for small businesses, just getting back to that, can people sign up to, like, like, how can people make that connection if small businesses need freelancers? Oh, oh, we didn't talk about this. Oh, you guys, like, I don't want to too much time but we literally uh, the cameras are still rolling so you're fine i know you just can edit what you need um (laughs) the whole thing is going live i don't know (laughs) right after we press stop it's right up there oh great um i had to slow down so i wasn't drinking faster than you guys you guys finally finished before me that's good um (laughs) so um i have to to tip my hat to uh mike gluck so he has a or started a freelance directory some years ago. So mm-hmm. he wrote uh, 40 Tips for Freelancers uh, years ago. I read that. It was a great book. 
Um, still haven't had the pleasure of meeting him yet, trying. Um, but it inspired me to create another directory that was living, breathing, and moving. Um, so if you visit you know, like his site, it's got a list of great freelancers, so I'd highly recommend that. Uh, but I wanted to create something kind of in our times, mm-hmm. right? So I have a, a Google form uh, for freelancers. It's called the Western New York Freelance Directory. And so freelancers can put their information there, and then it goes onto a Google sheet, basically, <laughs> where anyone can go. It's it's a link off of, so convergencecoworking.com, uh, Western New York Freelance, uh, what did I say? Western New York Freelance Directory is the word. Um, you can go there, and it's a whole list of people. It's got their name, their contact information, what their specialties are, and you know like how to reach them, their social media portfolio. Yeah. Um, and created that uh, in... So Mike had something really great. I was also inspired by Freelancing Females. So Freelancing Females now has a directory, uh, which is a very sophisticated directory. Uh, And I said, well, we need that here. Um, And we need it at more than what we currently have. Uh, So started something else. Not that I needed any more to do, but I did. Um, I guess in... We just keep lifting up rocks and you're like, oh, yeah, I do that too. I know. Oh, yeah, that too. Well, so in, in conjunction with the freelance directory, that actually branched from... Uh, the Western New York Freelance and Co-Work Alliance. So that was something I created in the last year. Um, thank goodness that they're not all full-time jobs. They're all like you know, like little jobs here and there. Um, the college thing never rolled away. Going to college, working three jobs, like I just do that. Sure, adult. right. I just do that as an adult now. <laughs> um, so like I teach and then I, you know, three jobs. Um, but the Western New York Freelance and Co-Work, Co-Work Alliance is basically two alliances that where we meet every month, the Co-Work community or people who are here um, we meet monthly and then freelancers like we also meet monthly like Mm -hmm. it's just people who want to take that extra step to get together every month to either network or share news or share you know like what's going on and that's usually where I'll drop information like this you know they're like we want to know what podcasts we can be on or uh, what's trending in I don't know, blogs, sure. uh, what are the social media trends, what are, you know, anything we want to talk about within those re- areas specifically, you know, like s- updated sanitation for co-working spaces, you know, where did you buy your lights, like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just have like a a meeting so where we can just cover it so we're not all, all over the place um, doing that. So it's, it's crazy because yeah. you're essentially designing a Dropbox for all these different avenues that people can go in mm-hmm. and go under a different file right. inside of the same Dropbox. Yeah. It's crazy. Essentially, yeah, so conversion, and I guess it all branches from everything, right? So I guess if you do this timeline kind of quickly, freelancer, freelance business week, co- convergence co-working, and then, like I said, my Coaching. life completely um, blossomed from there. Then it went from the co-working space into the alliances, uh, the Cowork Alliance was kind of on its way with the Freelance Business Week because I had to work so closely with them to make Freelance Business Week successful. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm pretty sure it was already on the docket, but co-working spaces, obviously freelancers are like a bread and butter for them uh, if they're not working with like professionals or remote workers. Um, that was like a completely missed niche, um, which they do cater to them, the ones that exist. But for me, it is still a unique differentiator for me that freelancers, solopreneurs, like that's who I serve. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the couple other ones are like, you know, they serve maybe startups a little bit more. Uh, K House has like an incubator and like a mentorship program based towards VC. Like I'm not gonna have that. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, like you've got to find the place that works for you. Right. That's the biggest thing. 
Yeah. No, I think we covered all of it. Yeah. That was exhausting. I'm tired. Yeah. Well, it's been an hour, so it's been a great <laughs> an discussion. An hour of you having me talk about myself, which I actually don't like doing. So. Thank well, thanks you. for agreeing to talk about thank yourself. You. Yeah, really. Thank you. <laughs> Seriously, Absolutely. thank you for everything. Everybody, if you want to go follow her, uh, she said her social media. We'll link it also in here. Cool. Uh, she's got a lot of stuff going on, so you have to follow her and then get in touch with her and see if you can help volunteer for Freelance Week. Yeah, volunteer for Freelance Week, donate to the iPhone Women campaign, you know, whatever works. You know, thank, honestly, thank you for like. Thank you. Thank you for doing everything oh. for Buffalo and for women and helping out because there's a lo- not a lot of people that are able to literally comprehend what has to go in to do certain things in that entire sphere so thank you thank you before we leave what do you think of uh, think about or keep buffalo secret what do you think i take lots of pictures in front of the mural they're they're right next to the k house so i'm there all the time okay um and then i guess the traditional response is like oh the secret's out um (laughs) oh brother seriously yeah uh but keep buffalo secret we talk about this all the time because like it's a great it's a great slogan, I don't, but why? Why would you it, it want may, to keep up with secret? Well, first of all, it's not a secret. We were born in the early 90s, okay? So, like, People we're, know who we are. Yeah. It's whether well, or not they I mean. like, like us is the question. <laughs> right, we, true. We're literally the city of light. Like, they, the Erie Canal, Niagara Falls. Like, people know Maybe. Buffalo. Grow up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you're not keeping anything a secret. It's been around for literally hundreds of years. I think... <sighs> There's no real slogan, so I'm cool with that slogan. It looks good. I like it. Mm-hmm. But I think really what it is is that... It's like something that you can't teach or show. It doesn't. I mean, if you live here long enough, you'll become one. It's just like the spirit of being a Buffalonian. I mean, there's no one like us. We're great. We're a little weird, but we're so unique, and we do. We want to help people like other people don't. Yes. Um, and if you go to other cities, it might work out for you. Might not. Sure. It's, it's just we're all a certain kind of way. But yes, I know we covered so much. So for people who actually listen to the whole thing all the way to the end, thank you. Um, but just. I'm incredibly passionate, clearly, about freelancing and co-working, and I just want to bring it together. And sometimes the things that you're coerced into doing or pushed into doing that weren't something you were quite ready for, like, that's definitely what you need to keep doing. So I'm always uncomfortable. Like, that's the thing uh, in business and to grow, uh, to always be uncomfortable. You can't be comfy if you want to do better. Cool. Well, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Time inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.